1: One o'clock hour here on Cody and Gold, Just giving free love to, I mean, we're either giving free love to the song or people are not going to want to hear the song ever again. This is the fourth time, I think. I don't know. I think people like it, and the reason why he plays it again, Nick will get mad at me. There might be a project in the future. You don't need to say that, though. Yeah, there might be a project in the future that involves Cody's vocals. I think there's a lot of toe tapping going on in Kansas City right now. Nobody's saying it's not a good song, but when you hear any song over Over and over and 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 over over again, you're gonna get sick of it. That's all. There's a limit, man. I I need the background real quick because you came in singing this. Were you was it just ha- what were you were you on Spotify? What were you listening to driving into work that prompted you to just go all in on yeah, this song today? Just, just
2: came up, just randomly came up. On, I, I I had my I was just so a lot of times I'll just literally play it on shuffle. I'm assuming you weren't on Spotify. You were listening to
1: an Odyssey station on the Odyssey app, and that's what played the song. Odyssey, oh, no, 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 it was clearly no, the Odyssey
2: app. No, I was not using the Odyssey app. I was just using. Uh, a different streaming service mm. to... Uh, Not a company man. Just shuffle no. shuffle my music, and that song came on, and I go, wow, this song's great. And then I listened to it a second time. It was so good, I I started it over. Really? So let's, let's go for round wow. two. You guys and, never do that? Oh, it yeah, has I to be
1: that. It has to be a really good song, and I have to be in the mood for I mean, it's that or it's this, man. Whopper,
2: whopper, whopper, whopper,
3: junior, double, triple, whopper. No one's one going to listen you, to the show for the next time. One, we just keep playing would, the same things over and over Which one would you rather have? Stuck in your head. Why would you in the middle of having a conversation with us take a bite? Yeah. It wasn't the it was like we he were in did, the middle yeah. of something. It's different when we're not talking to you. It's like you were still I could hear you chew it. Your mic was still what on. What are you eating? It was like an ice cream sandwich oh. or did something. I can't tell. Pi- was a protein did you bar. Did we go
1: and get the pizza? We had some like frozen pizza in the uh break room today. Did you go and get some? Nick's favorite thing is frozen no, pizza. No, I don't like
2: frozen pizza. Nick's
1: a big fan of frozen pizza.
2: One of the one of the worst, least nutritional things you can Every once, in while, every
1: once in a while, frozen pizza is terrific. Depending
2: on the brand, this was
1: good.
3: Perfect lunchtime
2: snack. Just yeah, like filling your body full of chemicals. Says the guy in a protein bar. I love Nick. Actually, like yeah. his
1: body's like this temple, as if he's never done anything that's terrible for his body before. <laughs> never, never. Nick, Nick, Nick and I each never, drank a Nick, pallet of Coke Zero, Nick, but Nick, yeah, uh, let's draw the line Nick, here. Nick's only
2: in, never ingested Coke anything. Coke Zero good
1: for you. <laughs> Nick's never ingested anything that's unhealthy or anything like that.
2: All I said was that frozen pizza is one of the least healthiest things you can eat. Look it up. No, I'm not going to look it up, man. Look it up!
1: I'm not going to look it up, all right?
2: (laughs) I don't care to look it up.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to do that. All right, coming up in about eight minutes, we'll get to a mistake I think Lamar Jackson clearly has made. I don't know how you can deny it anymore, but uh, as the Chiefs approach this draft, we have all acknowledged that they do have plenty of options at pick 31 in terms of positions that they could draft. It's not like a year or so ago where it was like, oh, you got to go edge rusher, edge rusher, edge rusher. They could draft edge rusher, but they could draft a wide receiver. I think we understand it. They could go corner. They could go offensive line. A lot of, lot of different areas that, of course, they could actually attack, and it would make sense. So Daniel Jeremiah over on NFL Network was talking about this year's draft, and he highlighted the tight ends that are going to be available. And he said this could be one of the deeper ones we've had in, in 10 years. In particular, the exact wording that he used was, I think this is the this tight end group is the best I've seen. He says there's eleven players at the tight end position that he thinks could go in the first three rounds, which would be an NFL record. And he brought up one tight end and he said, Utah's tight end, Dalton Kincaid. He quote he said, quote, he kind of looks like Kelsey, just the way he moves in and out of breaks, which has prompted, I think, an interesting conversation that I know you disagree with me on, but it's not too early, man, to start looking ahead for a potential replacement or at least a guy that you can use to increase the longevity of Travis Kelsey's career. A lot of people thought that was Noah Gray a couple of years ago. That clearly was way too early because here we are in 2023, and Kelsey's a 1,300 yard tight end and had the most catches in his NFL career. But I, I'm not. If, if this is really as deep of a tight end class as everybody's saying, it means one, you don't necessarily have to do it with your first pick, unless you think it's a no, a can't miss guy. But it is okay to plan ahead for two years from now for either drop off in production or if you want that same production from Kelsey and you you truly believe he can do that in three or four years, then you probably do need to ease back a little bit on some of the snaps in order to make sure he can still be effective down the road. Everybody ages. It is like a reality. It will happen to Travis Kelsey. I want to increase that lifespan of his career. So I want to have somebody else that can really help out. And if this is such a great tight end draft class, this might be the year to do it. Why can't Noah Gray do some of that?
3: Some of what you're describing. He's like, had a
1: chance. He's had a chance. That no, 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 no. Hold on,
3: hold on. I just got told earlier, and it was correct, that tight ends take longer to develop than anyone else. They take longer to develop. They do. Go back through. They take a while. They take two, three years. So if they take two or three years, then why can't Noah Gray just take a leap forward? He went from 36 yards in his rookie year to 300 this past year. Why can't he become a five or 600-yard tight end, and they just because start I taking it Daniel, away from him? I think
1: Daniel Jeremiah would tell you that this, the tight ends in this draft class are better than him.
3: Maybe? Maybe. But I mean, again, it's a complete unknown. We don't know that they definitively will be. Like, we can't.
1: Was a fifth round pick, also.
3: Yeah, Travis Kelsey was a third. So I mean, let's not just mention
1: there was Nick's podcast name. There were character concerns. That might be why.
3: I don't know why. No, a great check out the the character
1: concerns podcast. (laughs) Absolutely,
3: episode one dropped this morning, guys. How many podcasts (laughs) do you do, by the way? Can (laughs) we just Bruce like, (laughs) dude, like you're on like eight podcasts. Character concerns. It's paid, always game day in paid, Kansas City, waving paid, the wheat. He gets paid a thousand dollars every episode, so he said.
2: I'll do you do, do any for or Pride, or you
3: just write for them?
2: You jealous? No, I just uh, like you got uh, a you lot are. of jobs. You are. you are, dude. Jealousy is a bad look on you.
3: I'm just worried about your your performance at this job. You know. Oh, oh. You know.
2: Have you seen wow. me? Have you seen me be less dedicated to this job? Uh, the video
3: stream's down. Uh, that's part of your responsibility. That's the Wi-Fi. Wow. I don't
2: control the Wi-Fi in this building.
3: Interesting, huh? Do you think if you had more time? That you could have made sure that, you know, it was up?
2: No! <laughs> I don't do that. That's not my job. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, but while we're at it, while we're talking about, about <laughs> fixing things that don't follow uh, fall under our umbrella, Cody, the urinal in the men's bathroom, every time I flush it, <laughs> it what? gets a little, like, there's, like, a little, it gets, like, water sh- shoots out of the actual handle. Would you mind fixing that? <laughs> Maybe get in a little. I know you get in so early already. Would you mind getting in even a little earlier tomorrow? <laughs> Just take a wrench to it or something. Yeah, see if you can't do your best on that. You know what? Yeah,
3: Nick, for you, I will.
2: Cause I got the time.
3: Not spread too thin. I swear, if
2: you did that. I <laughs> will apologize on air if you come in early and fix the urinal.
3: You will
1: apologize to me
2: on air? Yes. For what? Really Everything you've ever that? said? I haven't yes. been.
1: I haven't been in there today. Is it really doing that? Is it really spraying? Yeah, been doing, doing, doing that really for like a like week. Oh, really? It doesn't
2: spray. Oh. It's just like when you hit it. It's like a lot of water droplets. It's hard yeah, it's not like to droplets. get some of the water in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay.
3: Which any water coming from an area in which you know people are getting rid of waste, you're not. Even if that water's clean, I'm not really looking to risk it. Yeah. So you don't want
1: the, the draft. I don't know how we, You don't want the draft to tie it in, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, sorry. Uh, Oops. Uh, yeah, feels a year too early. Okay. Um, maybe two years too early. I think largely, and I know that like you guys make fun of some of the fact. I honestly, it's not that I think that Travis Kelsey will never age or his production doesn't have a chance to take a dip. It's that. The only tight end I can even try to compare him to is Tony Gonzalez. And Tony Gonzalez was an effective tight end was. through his age, 38 season. He was still a 900-yard receiver through his 38 season. And that was in a time when they weren't even using tight ends from a receiving department that the way that they use them now. So as far as I'm concerned, right, Travis so Kelsey's got hits, five more years. More hits. But he's not. I, I, I understand. Mean, he's, yeah. he, I mean, he even said But he Cody doesn't is, have to block he, or do some of the he, other he, physical he, things that tight ends have to do. Maybe he takes more hits, but he doesn't have to do all the other stuff.
1: Yeah, he's not blocking, but the hits. I mean, I think the hits are the problem. I mean, he, he acknowledged even I don't know. though that's. You can make the
3: argument physically that it's easier to be a tight end now than it ever was. In terms of a, as a receiver. From a it, physical standpoint,
1: yeah. It's easier to get open because of the rules in the league. I would argue Travis Kelsey getting hit in the middle of the field is problematic.
3: No, but I'm just saying from a physic, from like a how physically abused your body is, I think it's easier to be a tight end now than it was in Tony Gonzalez's time. It's a less physical sport. He had to do other things that are physically inclined that require, you know, like that require big contacts from I mean, other players. All, I don't
1: remember Tony. I mean, all, all i would say is Travis Kelsey himself, nobody else himself said, yeah. this is the most beat up his body has ever felt.
3: Yeah. At and the I'm end sure of the because he's sound,
1: that, that is, I I'm trying to eliminate that. I'm trying to make sure he doesn't say that again next year because it's a lot harder at age, you know, 34, 35 to have that, to be able to say that and still bounce back than it is at age 28 or 30. And so I, I think you can go and get somebody that can help you ease some of that off to where he can play Cody four more years from now and still be, a, be a thousand a yard f- receiver. all those receiver. Years. That's what I think what you got to make sure you're trying to do because you have such a special tight end that you want to make sure that he can still be that
3: player three or four years from now. The, the The strongest argument I would say for it is that it does take tight ends time to develop. So if you want a tight end, if you want a successor to Travis Kelsey, you actually have to work a couple of years in advance Or they won't be up to that speed by the time you get there. But you know what the thing is? And I know that, like, that's maybe the next big question mark for Patrick Mahomes. But legitimately, I assume Andy will find a different way to design his offense. Like, right now, it is the Travis Kelsey offense outside of Mahomes, right? They design it around him because he's their best player. But I assume they would just find a different super talented player to play wide receiver or do whatever. His offense is always – this is the thing about Andy – His offense has not always been designed around elite tight end play. I mean, There's plenty of times... Like in Kansas City, that's always been the case because he's had Travis Kelsey this entire time. But his entire time in Philadelphia wasn't designed around that. It was designed around throwing it to the backs, and he had way better wide receivers during some of those stretches. And then in Kansas City, when he had Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, he kind of let it run through both of those guys. Like, I... I having an elite level tight end is important, but thinking that we're even going to come anywhere close to finding Tyre, Travis Kelsey level production, well, of course not. Anywhere in the draft is insane. Of course it's so like, not. But- like I, I don't know that like most tight ends are what six seven hundred yard guys. Like is it worthy of drafting a guy who? If whose Andy, ceiling might be a 700-yard uh, tight end three years uh, from now. I know Andy like, had, I'm about winning championships now uh, still. Yeah, there is part of that for me.
1: Yeah, and, like, I know Andy adapts better than anybody, but I there's a chance, though, for Patrick Mahomes and what Andy wants to do, his offense is more effective with a uh, top five, top ten at minimum tight end in, in the system. And so I think that's important to maintain down the like We're talking further down the road, obviously. And
3: I, I just... Or his offense is more
1: effective I, with Patrick I Mahomes, think, you know? Well, well that, of course, that helps. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, is it... Um, it the, the tight end? Also, I know it sounds silly to think that it'll never happen, but I I don't think that we're just going to see this like – 100 yard less drop off and then another 100 you like I don't think I don't think he's just going to lose 100 yards every season until he's down to 800 like there will be a season where either he retires or he goes from being that 1200 to dropping down to being the 800 like I don't yeah. think we're I, look, it's not going to be like hey Cody this year he's actually only had 1100 yards now next year he's down to 1000 next year 900 like it's going to go from whatever if it ever falls it's going to go from that and it's going to be a big slide either health or production I don't think it's going to be this dra- this this slow decline
3: but your description of it is I, I don't more games I,
1: than anybody else. You can tell me Tony Gonzalez all day want you, all, all you want, man, but Tony Gonzalez wasn't in the postseason every single season. Tony Gonzalez wasn't. I know you're about to look it up and say, well, Travis Kelsey got a slow start to his career, didn't play he as started much. started like four I years to after know him. How many damn games he played, Cody, post 30? That's what's mattering to me. Travis Kelsey missing 23, 24 year old season doesn't matter to me. That's not saving his body. He's taking more hits in his 30s now than he did, and that's tougher.
3: But he's still 140 games shy of what Tony Gonzalez played in his career. Like, it can't just be post-30. I mean, this is well, an accumulative is the, effect.
1: The saying his body's never been beat up more matters at age
3: 32 more, or 33,
1: more than it does at age 24. It just does. You woke up from you woke up feeling a lot different at age 23 and even play football than you do now.
3: Yeah, but from a, from a sports perspective, it is a cumulative effect. I mean, it definitely matters that stretch versus anything else. Look, Tony Gonzalez probably and wasn't nobody, playing any and postseason and Nobody's games. played
1: more football games than Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs over the last four years. Nobody in the entire league. No, that's what happens. That's well, that <laughs> you've uh, two uh, Super Bowls. You keep, keep doing it too, you probably. Know? I mean, this is the thing we've talked about with LeBron, right? Who, ironically enough, just got hurt. But LeBron has played multiple seasons because of the
3: postseason. Uh, Travis Kelsey has played seven more total games since his age thirty season, but he's played. I mean, I, it's a shockingly less number in his career, career at this age. Way less. But it's just to me the way you're describing like. You just think there'll be a big drop off, yeah, man. That's normal how it goes. I'm not arguing that that's normally how it goes, but this feels like to me this is like when we were trying to predict that for Tom Brady, like this big drop off. The big drop off never happened. He just was 90 percent of what he was. We protect quarterback. No, we're I understand not the
1: same argument on no, but, but, but that's
3: how it ended up being with Tony Gonzalez. He didn't have a big drop off. He went from a thousand yard receiver to a 900 yard receiver, and he pretty much just stayed a 900 yard receiver forever. And a 900 yard receiver is what he was before he was a two time thousand yard. He like never dropped off, man. He never had a big drop off. He was just always the same player. He had one down year, and the year after that he went and right Kelsey, back and, and Kelsey's he was right back more, to the same point. And
1: Kelsey's more important for this offense, though, in role wise, than what than what Tony Gonzalez was for the Atlanta Falcons.
3: He he makes more catches for more yardage because that's,
1: no, that's, that's a concern. Like they need they need that. Like that that drop off, you could argue is more impactful to them in terms of what they depending on yeah, what. Yeah, but
3: he but I'm telling you, Tony Gonzalez didn't drop off. He never dropped off. He stayed pretty much the same. He was ninety ninety five percent of the exact same player I ever was. There was never a big drop off that you're describing. And to me, I'm trying to individualize this to just him and say that he is, I still think the exception to You don't to think the there's rule.
1: a big difference from being a 1,300-yard guy to all of a sudden being an 800-yard guy?
3: No, but I don't think that drop-off's coming. I think we go from a 1,300-yard go to 1,150. <laughs> you think, okay, all right. Why is it? Why is that crazy? If I'm I telling just, you the only tight end we can compare him not. to, that's exactly how it went. But that's no. how it went. It's, no, you're describing Travis, like it's never happened that way. No, it Tony, has. Tony
1: Gonzalez was not a
3: 1,300-yard tight end. No, he was a 1,000-yard tight end, and then he was a 900-yard tight end. It was a, Actually, yeah, he was a 1,000, and then he was
1: an 800, a 600, an 875, a 930, an 859. And
3: all the years before that, he was a 999. Don't just give me the years after. When he was a 29-year-old yeah, player, he was a 900-yard receiver, too. He's the same guy. He didn't no, have some not. big drop-off. He was the same receiver at 38 as he was at 28. No. Oh, oh come Statistically. On. Oh, come on. How was he not statistically? Look at it. No, at age 28? Tony Gonzalez had a...
1: 1,251 1, well, exact numbers. Okay, I'll, I'll give you exact numbers. 102 catches, 1,258 age 28, at age 37, 859 and 83. Don't tell me it's the same number. It's still impressive as hell. Gonzalez is a Hall of Famer for a reason, but don't tell me he was it was 29, the same. it was don't 905. It was cool. You're
3: giving me the best year of his career. You asked for when he was 27, 27 he season, had 916. When he was 25, he had 917. He didn't drop off. Yeah, but he objectively did not drop off.
1: Don't, don't ask me for age 28 season and then bitch when I give you the age yeah, 28 fine. season. I was
3: just giving up a, a a random number I was just trying to point out age versus this because I can give you 26 27 29 30 I can give you all the ages in which you would still be under your umbrella it has happened I'm telling you I think in this case it will happen again I understand that I'm playing against the odds and that in most cases 90 90 90 90 95 98 percent of cases in the NFL what you're describing does happen they just take a big huge drop off one day they're great and they show up, and one day they're not.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to protect that by go ahead and look to the future and make sure that the Chiefs have a tight end. I don't think it's crazy. They want to spend one of their first two or three picks from the draft on a tight end. I think it makes all kinds of sense.
3: Like, the better example would probably be, like, Randy Moss, who one day just wasn't a good wide receiver anymore or didn't matter in the NFL anymore. Like, and he was 32 or 33, and he was an elite wide receiver all the way up until that point, and then just all of a sudden wasn't that. There are plenty of examples of it not happening. Just, like, Kelsey's never even, like, there's never even been... In, like the thing with him is like there's never been an iota other than one comment about his body feeling worse. Yeah, he did say it. Okay, but but the statistics don't bear it. So like, in, there's been no other. He still plays all of his games. He still sets career high in receiving yardage or catches or whatever. There's been no evidence to support. Right, but we're not talking about the future. Coming. We're not. We're
1: not, <laughs> we're not. You just you just acknowledged it. We're we're not talking about the past. We're talking about what he's going to be in two years from now or f- six years from now, as you usually put it for for Travis Kelsey. I said thirty. That's five. Five years. But, they, but you said that like two years ago,
3: so we're up. To <laughs> oh, I just keep it's moving like, the number. I know. Yeah.
1: Like next year, we're going to be talking. But you have had to you move yours to... back last yeah. year,
3: two years ago. You told no, me by this, this age season. he wouldn't be a thousand yard wide yeah. receiver. Yeah, We've yeah,
1: but, already passed that number. Before this season, I said yeah, he, he wouldn't have the thousand yards. Correct. That is accurate.
2: Wow, things got tense there. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> we're good.
3: Just having a sports debate.
2: Uh, I don't know. How was your lunch? It seemed more personal. Did you? Eat it wasn't a it? lunch. It was I had, I had a protein bar and I had some yogurt. Good probiotics for that. You got, you got to protect your your gut health, <laughs> especially with yeah, especially with you, especially
3: man. your
1: gut.
2: You're What's weak.
3: You're it's it's weak. You've What's acknowledged.
2: Weak you've acknowledged it. I can't you got a weak just, gut. Yeah, I can't just be eating anything. Otherwise, <sighs> diarrhea city. If you know what I'm talking about. <laughs>
3: Why would you say you got to talk about uh, diarrhea city? There's nothing uh, mysterious about that. Yeah. Uh, I
2: guess I didn't leave much <laughs> to the imagination there.
1: Uh, we'll get to what's trending in 15 minutes, but we all know the the ongoing contract negotiations in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. And it seems like at this point, you, you lean more towards him not getting the long term deal feel like done it. in Baltimore. And I, I think at this point, it's hard to deny that him not having an agent is hurting him. It's okay. You want you trust your mom more than an agent. Nobody blames you for that. But I think that decision really hurt him. Listen to what Mike Florio and Chris Sims had to say about it. It's not even just this deal. There were marketing deals that maybe him having his mom as his agent has cost him millions of dollars.
3: Those are all things that happen when you have an agent running the show. When it's just the player and a family member running the show, it's harder to replicate. It's impossible to replicate. They can't compete with what the best firms do, the experienced firms. I'm not saying just go out and hire any old agent hire one of the best quarterback agents out there. And it doesn't take many phone calls to figure out who they are. And you, he'd have had a contract by now and it's a contract he'd be happy with. And this wouldn't be an issue. Oh, and by the way, he'd possibly have other contracts. He'd be happy well, with. That's like the shoe other contract thing, he'd be happy yeah, with. Right. I know. I, I know Mike, that, I mean, no, that never gets discussed either. No. well, the shoe I mean contract that wasn't, yeah, because he doesn't have a marketing firm, right? Well, no, you know, Mike, you, you've heard me a little through our text. I mean, that that is one of the rumors that's out there is, 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 is that there's is is been some blown marketing deals, too, you know, with a big time shoe brand, you know, so there's there's being
1: money left on the board across the table right now by all due accounts. So, now, Lamar Jackson quote
2: tweeted this backwards, bit. but, you know,
1: yeah, Lamar Jackson quote tweeted the. The video with like the LeBron, Lebron gif of like Lebron like looking up and they're like what what the hell are you talking about? That was basically the yeah, response. where from. are
2: we at on Florio? Because he seems to get a bad rep for being like one of these NFL insiders. got well, like, well, I, people I, in nobody, Kansas City like,
1: don't like him a lot because of a couple years. No, ago, not yeah, even he he Kansas City thing. Yeah. Everybody
2: yeah. accuses him of like being wrong more than more than they do with Schefter yeah. or Rappaport or Peter King or any of these guys. Yeah, like he doesn't. I think it's because some that aggregate that of side
3: stuff too. So like some of his news is not news. It's just reporting on what other people have reported. And, it's and I weird, think that that's...
1: He, Shefter and R- Rappaport don't do that. That's probably why. And Florio doesn't have his own Twitter account. Like, he uses the Pro Football Talk Twitter account when he tweets. So it's kind of weird. Like, he doesn't have his own name. Like, it's... so somebody, It's clearly him yeah. a lot
3: of the times, but not all the time.
1: I do think, though, whether the marketing stuff is real or not, it's hard to deny, I think, that him having his mother as his agent hasn't hurt... Like, I, I don't know if we're sitting here having the same conversations about hey, he's not getting X amount of money. Your mom's never going to tell you what an agent would tell you about what to
3: expect, how much is reasonable, what you can request, who you should request a trade to, any of it.
1: That's exactly it. Like, is is she willing to tell you what you need? You know, is she telling you what you want to hear or what you need to hear? And, I'm not like, we don't know. I don't, we've never talked to him or his mother or anything like that. But, like,
3: I bet your mom thinks you should be paid a million dollars a year to work here at Odyssey Gold. Absolutely. And you shouldn't budge off of that number. That's exactly
1: right. But, (laughs) like, like, (laughs) as far as, as far as negotiations for an NFL quarterback and especially how complex they are. That's it. I mean, we're talking about guarantee, you know, fully guaranteed contract that he wants. Nope. That would be the case whether you had an agent or not. But at some point, maybe if you had an agent, you'd be able to negotiate to, like, get a little bit close to that number and not just be, no, we're only doing this. She has no experience negotiating this whatsoever. I think it's a mistake.
3: A lot of this is just whether, like, it's a huge mistake. Like, it's, you can't, a quarterback deal. I know that there's these, like, couple of examples where, like, look, we did it without an agent. Richard Sherman's done it,
1: right? He negotiated his deals.
3: You shouldn't have. DeAndre for. Hopkins. Shouldn't have. They should just get professional agents who know what
2: these right, deals they are give, supposed they cut to look off a, like. Cut off a piece agents of that pie and give it to the reason, agent.
3: Though.
1: Like, they are helpful. Like, we can joke about the percentage they look, take. Look, you're great like- at
3: football. You're a great football player. You won an MVP. It is hard to be that and good at complex, multi-tens of millions of dollars business deals. Like, it's like tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in his case, right? Like, it's hard to be good at both of those things. Like, I understand that you can study as much as you want. And look, maybe if it's, you know, like, even if you're, honest to God, even if it was your family member and, like, like your mom was negotiating before, but it turned out your mom was a, you know, big corporate lawyer who handles, like, even in that case, I would probably recommend separating family from this decision. Like, you need to have someone in the room who can explain these things. And a lot of this is they end up having these stories and be like, oh, he never asked for a guaranteed deal. I'm like, but the NFLPA... Filed a grievance talking about how some players were getting guaranteed deals and some weren't. That wasn't about any particular player. They just felt that in that moment. While in the middle of this, one of the high-profile quarterbacks was going through these contracts. Because I'm telling you right now, Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow's deals are gonna get done a lot sooner. And I don't think that it's just because Lamar Jackson got hurt this one time. He was having a hard time getting the deal done when he wasn't injured. And was still a reigning MVP from like a year and a half before that. And still the deal isn't done.
1: And that's what's complicated. On Lamar's side, I get why he wants what Deshaun Watson got. Totally. Makes sense. But totally. on the flip side, I also understand why the, the Ravens. NFL owners
3: don't want to cave because the, you know, yeah. Why the Ravens don't want to cave to just the one bad thing the Browns did.
1: Correct. Like, what, if the, and the and the, and the guy hasn't played that much the last two years, in fairness. We all think he's immensely talented. He is. Guy won an MVP. But that was four years ago. It a, <laughs>
2: it's like starting to get back I mean, there a little ways. Uh, Textline doesn't like him. What doesn't like Lamar? No, Textline doesn't like what has never really liked Lamar. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, but um,
1: I, I just think I understand why the Ravens don't want to do it, and here we and, that, and that's why we're at a standstill here between these two guys or two two parties, and why his defense why I think like going traded.
3: Somebody would
1: probably give him whatever he wanted. I think if you trade him like the Atlanta Falcons, who's the betting favorite to land his services, by the way, um, they'd
3: probably give him a ninety percent guaranteed contract, something like that.
1: I mean, Kyler got one hundred and eighty nine guaranteed so that i mean if kyler's getting 189 i'm sure as hell getting 200 two. yeah
3: yeah Kyle hasn't won anything no he hasn't even been in the he hasn't even been doing like an important playoff game like lamar has he has no mvps he's also injured he's getting ready to come off of a major injury now he got that contract before but you know like lamar jackson's been hurt but he still played 12 games of each of the last two years so i mean it's hard to imagine that that's not going to be the case just over and over and over again. I just don't understand why you wouldn't just, at this point, start to think that maybe that's just part of the problem. You know? Like, maybe so, this whole not having an agent thing is playing a small factor in these conversations because everyone else seemingly is getting deals done, but you, even Orlando Brown, eventually caved. Because this offseason, he hired, you know, like right at the end of their conversations last year, he hired an agent, and, hey, look, the agent probably tell him, look, if you want to go to free agency, you're going to get a bunch of money. So if you just want to wait out a year, Kirk Cousins this thing, but an offensive tackle. That is a choice for Lamar, too. He can just say, no long-term deal. I'll take the franchise tag, and I'll just wait this thing out, and somebody will pay him whatever he wants.
1: Right. Real quick, if you're watching or we're watching on the stream, someone says, do they make Nick stand the entire four hours? That's bleeped up, man. No, Nick can sit. There's a chair in there. Nick can sit Different producers choose different levels of sitting. He he chooses to stand. Nick chooses to stand. The cameras aren't on. I just told
3: you the stream was down. Who are you holding these up for? (laughs) Now you're just lifting a chair. Yeah. Um but
1: well, no, i a big, strong
2: boy. Nick likes
1: standing. <laughs> In fairness, when I even was interning and I was board hopping and stuff. No, the stream's back up, I liked, I, uh, I like to stand as well. I don't know why. Because you sit, you just feel like you're not as into the show. I don't know. So, yeah, he, he can sit. Nobody's forcing him to stand.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just it's just I've always I stood at my last job, too. I stood but my last job when I was doing more, like I was hosting, I would stand, too. You I stood sh- during your show the whole time? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Well, It means it's no different than standing now, it's the it's same amount of standing. It'd just feel
3: weird if the whole time I was like this. Yeah, I think the desk needs to be taller. Well, yeah, if I'm I gonna was, stand the whole time, it's working, gotta be taller. I was working on like Nick, like
1: Nick Wright, when I so when I was interim, Nick Wright was hosting the afternoons, he would sit cross legged in the chair. He still does that, and that, that's just un- uncomfortable. as hell.
3: the whole time, yes, you got longer legs than he does. Fair, but yeah, but actually, this I don't know how tall son- he is, I have no idea. I'm tall. I'm oh. Tall. Anyway, but uh,
1: say I said I'm taller,
2: but, um, <laughs> you said I'm taller than that, and then you said something no, I'm I, not, I, not gonna say
1: <laughs> I said I'm taller. Uh, let's get to what's trending coming up on the other side, and the chief's position very well, and they might only be actually doing one of these type of deals. Is that the right decision going forward? We'll tell you about it next.
0: What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending,
1: trending. Number one on what's tripping, the new airport terminal is open, on time, on budget. Of course, right before the NFL draft here in a couple months in Kansas City, finally an airport that, uh, you know, looks like a lot of airports across the country, except it's brand new, state of the art. And it actually has all the stuff we expect to have in an airport, work, airport. It looks super nice. Working bathrooms, you know, restaurants, all kinds of things. And yes, it look it actually looks gorgeous. If you want to know the truth, when people step off the plane, uh, and I'm excited to check out the new airport for the first time. I just
3: time. like the city growing. I like new things in the city. That's where we talk about the downtown ballpark, or this, or when they installed the streetcar or the streetcar expansion. Any of the things that make our city more accessible and. Easy to use both as a person who lives in the city and for people who might want to visit the city is a good thing, in my opinion. Next up on What's Training, Bills defensive coordinator Leslie Frazier has said he'll step away from coaching in 2023, although he does plan on returning to coaching in 2024. That means the Bills in back-to-back seasons will replace their OC last year. Obviously, as Brian Dable got that job and now will replace their defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier, who's done a really nice job in Buffalo in general. They had a top five defense each of the last two years from a points-per-game perspective Gold, but they were replacing their defensive coordinator. Leslie Frazier decided to take a year off. I mean, for a Bills team, not that they can't – I'm not saying they're going to be terrible,
1: but just they they were all in this past year. And you just – you never can predict how – one season's going to go compared to the other. Either coaching state changes, injuries, all that. It's like you have to capitalize while everything seems to be perfect. And the Bills were unable to do that the last two seasons. And, and now it's only getting tougher for them. There's, you know, there's other teams that are catching up to you. Uh, the Chiefs are positioned very well. And then now you've had to replace your OC and DC in two straight years. That's it's problematic. Next up on What's Trending, where will Derek Carr end up? Well, he's in Indianapolis meeting with multiple teams at the Scouting Combine. Panthers, Jets, and the Saints. All three, of course, strong
3: suitors for his services. How would you rank them for him? Like, the job he should want, I think he should want the Jets the most, the Panthers the second most, and the Saints the worst.
1: So, the, the Jets, because it's New York, and I think that roster is really good, and I do like Robert Sala as a head coach, the Panthers with Frank Wright and the crappy division is actually, like... And a weaker I, conference. He, he, he can make the playoffs, I think, eat, like much easier going to the Panthers and the Jets. The Jets still got to deal with the Bills, still got to deal with the Dolphins. Patriots are on a pushover. So, that's my only th- and the outdoor part, right? How much do you buy into the stat where Derek He's Carr struggles? He's bad under 40 or 30? And or that's where the Saints solve that. You would get eight home games indoors. You get to go play in Atlanta for one, so there's nine. You get to play in Tampa for one, there's 10. There's 10 games where I know the weather's not a problem for Derek Carr Good if God, I play the- if I play in New Orleans, right? Because of, of the way the division's set up and the home games I get.
3: Carolina's not that bad, I <laughs> They get does not it get kind of crappy cold and stuff in December? and to, I'm just uh, saying, stuff. depending on the time of year, oh, it's yeah. well, it's not it's not terrible. It's definitely not terrible. No, I mean, there's look, all three make a, a sense a little bit. He should go out there and get himself paid one more time. But if he if he cares as much about winning as he says he does, there's a couple of fits that make a little bit more sense. Next up on watch trending, Brad Feach speaking today earlier as so was Andy Reid over at the NFL Combine he was talking about Orlando Brown Jr. and said that look it's not that the franchise tag isn't a choice but this is what he had to say about a long-term deal as well
2: yeah I mean it's an option that you know we went through this um, path last year and as always Herbie you know it's more beneficial for us to to get something done long term and you know that's why this this season is so important for us and, and really this is the start I mean we'll have a lot of dialogue you know as you know I mean combine great to come in here and check out the new college uh, talent but a lot of the time here we're spent talking with the agents of our players so start exchanging information now uh, unlike last year i think we have at least a, a runway to work with and you know we we've gotten to know his team a little bit better so you know we're excited to get that process started here and hopefully we can get something figured out
3: i mean it sounds like to me that they would rather than not i think nick was worried about the word star but they've made it pretty clear based on their offer last year they're interested in orlando brown yeah. jr getting a long-term deal uh, is he interested in taking the amount of money they're offering? Is the thing we'll never and, be able to answer. And
1: publicly, they're they're not stupid. Publicly, yeah, they they're, they're 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 going to say what needs to be said, and then behind closed doors, those are when like the real the real conversations are happening. And I think you said it right. They they would love for Orlando Brown Jr. to be the franchise left tackle. <laughs> it's just uh, for their price, uh, for their price. And this yeah. is how this this is how this stuff goes with anybody. Uh, next up on Watch trending. there's college basketball tonight. KU, the only local school in action, senior night at Allen Fieldhouse. KU with the win over Texas Tech would clinch at least a share of another Big 12 regular season title. Game tips off from Allen Fieldhouse at 8 o'clock.
3: What uh, was your favorite moment from the seniors this year, you know? I don't know if
1: I have a favorite moment for Jalen Wilson. Kevin I McCullough? Jalen Wilson, is he's not going to win it because uh, what's his name from Purdue's going to? But Jalen Wilson is going to finish if you were like third, you know, third or fourth in yeah. national player of the year. Type of voting. Um, I don't know if I have a specific moment. He's made multiple big shots. He also was part of the national championship team. So maybe ago. that moment. Yeah, was part of that. Uh, that's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. What I love too about college basketball is we we take it very seriously, Nick, at this station, and so uh, we have the one and done. Hour and the one and done night on Wednesdays, and you guys are really taking that to heart because tomorrow we have K State basketball in the air. So there's, there's not a. a it was really it one and really done. They did one, one episode one and never done. again. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's no. That's right. There's no KU hour next tomorrow night.
2: Yeah, that's a shame. That's a shame for all the people who wanted to tune in and hear K State and KU talk.
1: That's that's right. Now they can hear NFL draft talk, character concerns, Bink, Chris Soto, Nick Schwartz. Uh, they put out their first podcast today. You can check it out on the six ten website, Odyssey app as well. Uh, the, the logo, the cartoon version of Nick and Bank and then Christian Ossera
2: with the hair. It's incredible. It really is, actually. Yeah, that's right. Episode one live today, man. Combine. Would you like started. to tell us a couple of the
3: things you cover so that if people are looking for
2: yeah, it? Yeah, so we uh, this is kind of a scene setting podcast. So we talked about this draft class as a whole and how we think that class right last year. It was weak at quarterback, really strong. At pass rusher, which worked great for the Chiefs, which is why a guy like George Karloftis fell to them all the way at the end of the first round. So we kind of talked about what the defining characteristics of this class are going to be and how that could impact what Brett Beach is going to do. We also just did some uh, pie in the sky, like in a perfect world, who's falling to the Chiefs? What are the positions they're going to be targeting? Did a few draft crushes. And then we're covering the civic side of things as well, you know, because the draft is in Kansas City. That makes it even more exciting. So just, I think we're, so. We're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff like that.
3: Man, new airport today. Drafting a couple of World Cup in 2026. I saw
1: Kansas
2: new, City's uh, on a
3: heater.
1: We are. We absolutely are, man. Super Bowl champs. Downtown ballpark on the way.
3: We don't know when for that yet. But that's on the way. Right. It's on
1: the way. I don't know when, but it's on the way.
3: Do you think it'll hit a ballot this year? I feel like that's what they want.
1: I don't think it'll be in August, no.
3: It's not happening before the World Cup, though, so I'm not going to put it on the list yet.
1: Oh, you won't? E- okay, okay. All
3: right. I'd like to see the official approval before we stick. It definitely is going to happen. There's just no doubt about it. It's just, it's a 100% likelihood. People were talking about on the text on
1: the airport. They said, think we'll be able to show up 20 minutes before boarding and be able to get through security not. on time. Uh, sometimes.
3: But no, probably not.
1: There's some adjustments, but if that's the worst case scenario that it takes you an extra 15 minutes, is it? I mean, honestly, is is it that, is it that it's like detrimental saying, to you? It's like
3: saying if it took you 15 extra minutes to go to your home that was like three bedrooms and two baths and a space, or if you had to spend an extra or you got 15 minutes, but you went home to a dumpster, what would you rather live in? Would you rather live in the dumpster, but it took you 15 minutes less time to get there or live in the house that's nice and new and fancy? Choose not the dumpster. Take the 15 minutes.
1: Yeah, you're referencing the uh, the, the old concrete jungle, if you will,
3: that we were boarding planes in before. It is one of the saddest, honestly not, it's the saddest airport I've ever been in. I don't know how many airports, Nick, you fly quite a bit. I've been in a number of airports over the years. I, that's, I've never been in a sadder one than that one.
2: Uh, You know, the, the only ones I've been into that are even comparable are when you go to really small towns. or Not really small, but like uh, I, Omaha. That's not a sad airport, but it's a very small airport. I just flew into yeah, it. Like Airport in Montrose, Colorado, where it literally had four <sighs> gates, so those are a little bit different. You have to go outside. That's how and- did it
3: compare? Was it nicer
2: than <laughs> KCI or <laughs> I was it still until worse? this airport? No, opened. but was you know shady. what. It only had five gates, but it had the same amount of restaurants that you could go to once <laughs> yeah. you get through security. Two gates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that I mean, wasn't like, tough
1: for a city the size of Kansas City. It's it, it was much much needed. Like even living in Boise, the airport there was nicer. It was it was much, it was it was built like 15 years ago, so it was newer. So that was what was really depressing. Knowing like I was like the airport. Look here at Boise. Is nicer. They had a da- they were building a yeah.
3: downtown ballpark and building an airport. Yeah. They were what? at a Kansas the City. The downtown
1: ballpark thing never happened. Oh, it never happened. It fell they through. were just they, discussing it. They public ballpark. financing issues. Much smaller oh. project though. That was for minor. League, so that was a much how much money thing. were
3: they looking for uh 500 million
1: maybe two maybe two million? or three i don't know a lot a lot different
3: Slightly different circumstances. Someone nice. says you've got to get there
1: two hours early. You don't have to. Nobody's saying you have to get there two hours early. Oh, you're saying, okay, I got you. I got you. Not getting the two hours early just in case.
3: Okay, But, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Nick, you've talked about Denver's one of the best. I've, flo- I've flown out of Atlanta, flown out of Denver. They're some of the busiest airports yeah. in the country. Same amount of thing. If you get there 90 minutes, you show up to the airport 90 minutes early, you're going to be fine. You're going to get through everything. You're going to be there plenty of time. You can get a coffee before you board. There'll be like ninety thousand more it, places to get food. It's You'll be gonna all right.
1: be great. You get through the one security area, and then you actually are you're done, and you're in this open area, and no worries about the bathrooms and the basic stuff. And then yeah, if you want to go to the beer, because the things you're
3: the most excited about are like basics. just like normal living things, like basic amenities. Well, oh, and also
1: just excited when you if you have friends or have people that come to Kansas City, that is the first impression that they have is the airport.
3: Unless by chance and they fly into Charles, like B. was Wheeler. there
1: anything more depressing than the old airport? Their baggage claim area was so depressing, and then they had the most outdated recording from the guy, like "Welcome to Kansas City." The heart, like the heart, like the was it was like that, of, that clip that you played earlier of the <laughs> British guy, and it was like it was, but no, it was oh, you know God. what recording I'm talking about? The like the older. Welcome
3: man. to KCI. Your baggage will be at B twenty. But, but no, it's not even that. It's just like the
1: the. The heart of the Midwest, or like the Kansas City, America's heartland. But it was like the most outdated recording that probably was recorded in 1990.
3: I'm sure whoever designed the flooring in there thought, this is going to look
1: dope. Some people people like the little... and then, they, they move some of the What am I? What's the word I'm looking for? It they just looks like I know, but it just looks like the like, mosaic tile. Yeah, thing. they move some of Do you think that we can over? get
3: like just something from the old airport as a Coding Gold garage sale item? Literally anything. A roll uh, of toilet paper? I, just anything. <laughs> <laughs> physically. <laughs> no, want, I want more like a stall door. Anything that we can steal what? from okay, the old that, airport. It does,
2: from it's the, it's for the just going to look like a sale. bathroom
3: stall door. I don't care. I would like a garage sale item for us from the old airport. Huh? Clearly, just going to, like demolish the That's thing anyway. Are, Can right? I just yeah. like steal one thing? I, I'm first? just saying. I
2: think we could aim a little higher in this okay, regard. What do you usually, want? in this regard, usually I have to pull you back in. <laughs> this in this case, higher. I'm like, come on, let's let's <laughs> aim, <laughs> aim a little, a little higher, higher here. Yeah,
3: like we could get a piece of the floor and frame it. You're saying, would that be better for you? Probably. I don't know who to talk to. The mayor is going to be on the drive. Maybe okay,
2: I, we keep talking about the mayor, but I don't know how. Like he doesn't cover all of these things. <laughs> he doesn't cover who gets to demolish the old one, what all, what happens to all the old stuff in. Because I know they're still keeping the garages; they're just demolishing the terminals.
1: I'm sure we just. The new the garage cameras. looks great. But well, we park with our friends at Park and Go anyway. There you go. That was nice of you. Yeah.
3: That's a real part. When
1: we that's actually that true. No, I use parking Go every true. time. I mean, look, the new parking garage structure looks amazing, and I'll I'll probably try it out. But like, the Park and Go is what we do at Six Ten, man. They hook
3: us up. Like, that's where I draw the line of being excited for something. A parking garage, that's it. I can't. I can't. Hey, that's one getting thing. Up. Kansas, I'm not getting up for there's that. one
1: thing. Kansas City talks a lot about is parking. We know that with the whole downtown ballpark thing, <laughs> the airport, all of it. Parking is a, is always a big concern for people. How, poor,
3: how poorly How poorly goes an Arrowhead? Arrowhead parking. It's a big, you know what? We as a city might talk about parking too much.
1: I think it's every city. I'll I think I'm, right. I'm just going to go out there and say with it. With the downtown ballpark thing, even in like Boise or whatever, that was the big problem. Everybody was concerned about was parking. I think anytime there's new projects, everybody freaks out about parking.
3: Especially in commuter cities. Yeah. There's a lot of driving around. Public transit or whatever
1: flooring. That's the word we were looking for. There you go. Flooring in the airport is terra- It just looks like Terrazzo. there's
3: like reflective duct tape down <laughs> everywhere. It's so Weird. I'm sorry if you're the person who created that and you're like a world renowned artist and you were really proud of it in the moment. Doesn't look great anymore. That's all. What do you make of the people that made sure they were the last flight out last night? You know, they they missed their opportunity. Yeah, because the flight got delayed, so they actually missed their last flight. (laughs) (laughs) That is just so (laughs) poetic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so people. All these dudes bought up the last flight leaving. what What
1: happened is people bought the last flight, an earlier flight got delayed, so that became the last flight. So they bought tickets thinking they, they truly, on schedule, wow. were the last flight out of, out of KCI last night. But a flight earlier in the evening got delayed, so that became the last flight.
3: Love it. Okay. Absolutely love that you weren't even trying to be on the last flight out ever, and somehow you're like, I'm still here. <laughs>
2: now what about the first turn out the
3: lights in? on your way out if you don't mind. There was Just flip that switch. It'd be great. There was some media members that purposely were
1: on the first flight into KC this morning. So like they flew out of town, I don't know, a day or so ago. And then they flew back early this morning to make sure they were the first flight into the new airport.
3: I we talked about this earlier in <laughs> the random question. I'm not I'm not motivated enough to be the first or the last one. I'll just be in the middle somewhere. I told you I'll fly out in like a month. Mm-hmm. I'll just All
1: the kinks will be worked out, you know. If yeah. there are
3: already, I don't know if there are, but yeah, there'll be plenty of options available to me. I got my chance. The last time I flew out of the airport. Fairly, I flew out. You and I went to the Super Bowl. I have a nice, good memory of the last time I both flew out and flew in to the old Kansas City airport. It'll be when the Chiefs, when I was leaving to watch the Chiefs in the Super Bowl and came back and they were Super Bowl champs. That feels like a fitting end for the last time I have to fly out of KCI. That's very true. You'd hate to sully that by trying to have booked the last flight. Also, were they like upcharging that flight? Like I can't imagine booking oh, that know. thing because you were trying to be the last flight. And you paid like seven hundred dollars to go to Des Moines, and I don't know, I don't know. the last flight. was i know be
1: were excited if they fly Delta. They got the the Sky Club at KCI. It's supposed to be like one of the nicest ones in the country. Now you have to have certain points or pay for a membership. But how much you're talking? I think. Should I be well, a Sky a point, Club Well, points a lot. <laughs> membership. I think you can pay like seven hundred dollars a year or something. Oof. You got. You don't go if you're. You don't do it if you're flying once a year, twice a year. You do it, you know. If you're Nick, you know. If you're Nick, you go with the high rollers. You chill in the Delta Sky Club.
2: You know. I don't do that. I don't do deltas. I don't do none of the Sky Club stuff, man. You mm-hmm. know me. Complimentary
1: I get there, drinks. Snacks. I get there just in time. To <laughs> very nice lounge. To get through
2: security and get on the flight. Six
3: hundred ninety-five bucks. It says. Is that what it says? Okay. Or executive membership of fourteen hundred. That's so
1: you can bring two guests.
2: That's why it's more.
3: So if I just pay the fifteen hundred
1: bucks, you guys can come with. That's me. right. That's it. Why don't you just pay for it?
2: You get a lot of use out of that he's just gonna go to the airport. Just he because freed. he's going to go up there. <laughs> well, for him it he makes sense because he be a doesn't live that
1: far pa- away. You have to be a ticketed passenger. But yes, otherwise I'll things. get a
3: ticket. I'll just get the constantly refundable ones. Just cancel them all the time.
1: <laughs> you can't <Just> cancel <laughs> them like the second before they depart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a little problematic. I'll just i
3: just keep getting the points for the same flight, rebooking it, get the points again, rebooking like said, it, get I'm the points again, sure rebooking it. Show up.
2: Such a rudimentary understanding of how, <laughs> <laughs> how I fly like twice a were
3: I'm not going to become a Delta Sky Club member, but if one of you are a Delta Sky, Sky Club member and you're going to happen could, to be there in the, the next you, day I fly out, let me know. If
1: you flew enough, you could just become that already. Someone says
3: the Delta Sky Club is going to be their cheers. It's
1: going to be there. They're just going to hang out there all the time. Someone
3: also suggested I should write a new jingle for the new airport so that everyone mm. who enters the airport can hear my music. Who is it the same? Vo- Do we know? Who's
1: the voice of the Kansas City airport? There's got to be oh, someone that's God. a voice. Guys, what? we
2: dropped the ball on that.
1: Oh, we Presco should have been the new voice. for years. I don't think it was. Oh, he did? Okay. He campaigned for years to be the voice of KCI. I don't think it panned out.
3: Man, how do you get on that list? I Is don't know. Like an audition don't you process? think somebody, there's somebody that's
2: the voice of the airport. Probably just voice work. Yeah, some guy who does I mean, voice work. Uh, Joel Goldberg or Do you think he's a Kansas know. Citian? I would hope. To me, that should be a requirement. I know that like it's in Toronto, like in Cook, Toronto Eric, Stone. <laughs> Eric Stone
1: Street well, and, is welcoming you to Kansas In City. Toronto,
2: they hired like Seth Rogen because he's from Toronto. They hired him to do it. So if you go to the Toronto airport, actually, Seth Rogen's uh, voice. No, over right, the, that's the, incredible. We need to yeah. get to the
1: bottom of this. We do need to find out who the voice of of the
2: new airport is. I'm actually really curious. And, <laughs> and then let's dredge up some skeletons in his closet. Uh-huh. Get him we'll kicked can, out. We'll cancel him. <laughs> oh. Cancel <laughs> strikes again. Well, no, only if he deserves it, Gold. Okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm.
1: Because of all the awful things we're digging up about him. Do you think they just have a recording that says, Hey, I'm Patrick Mahomes. Welcome to Kansas City, where we just win championships. He probably owns Patrick. The they should just have that message play uh, it's over and over. That's it a distinct it voice. It is. It is definitely a distinct voice. People would know right away it's Patrick Mahomes.
3: Just have him greet everybody. I feel good about it. Let's get ourselves out to the airport. And we've decided we want to go to two things. We want to become the new voice of the airport, and we want to be the first the first people on the Zambi Z Zinger. Those are our two goals for and put our name on uh, five products was the other show goal I had for this year. So which one do you guys want to try to tackle first?
1: Uh, the world's of fun Cody and gold day A uh, worlds of fun sounds. Fantastic. Yeah. And that seems more doable. Yeah.
3: <laughs> than The other two yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. becoming Cody, the voice at the gold, of the
1: airport or putting our name on day. five products. And I think worlds of fun. I think we could have, we could have some
2: fun with that. How much fun worlds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Set it up. This guy.
3: When uh, talking about the combine stuff today, the one thing that still stands out to me is the way they talk about Chris Jones, because obviously we all think that they should give him an extension. If they give him a deal and there's no reason to think that a second contract for Chris Jones is likely to go poorly because of the level of play they're getting. Now, he still wouldn't be that old by the time a four year contract ran out. He'd be 32 years yeah, old. Beach
1: says he thinks Chris wants to retire as a chief. Yeah, so that what, today.
3: So, and I, and I feel pretty strongly about the fact that if you like, this is where I lean into, like I'm, I'm torn between two worlds. The Chiefs can either go for the dynasty, take the swing, take their chances this year, and try to become that. I really think if they win a Super Bowl in any of the next two years, they'll still be able to claim dynasty. That three Super Bowl you titles, third. In six years. Third, yeah, yeah in, a, in a certain amount of time. I still think they're a dynasty already, but that's fine. I think for everyone else to agree, it'll be sometime in the next two years they have to get a ring again. But if they don't hand out any long term contracts other than Chris Jones, they just franchise tag Orlando Brown. They wait on Snead for a year. They are likely to go into next year without a single bad contract. Isn't that appealing? Isn't it appealing to just say, we could be the only NFL team without a bad contract, and we have a superstar quarterback, and we have an NFL Hall of Famer as head coach? feels like you'd be setting yourself up for the next run again, which I know they're already kind of doing a little bit, but they got to be careful about, like, do they start the window now and try to get it to two or three years, or do they wait a year, and do they get four or five years? They have to have a lot of internal conversations. I think there's a strong argument for Give nobody any money this year and make that make that process start in 2024.
1: No, that's the great spot that they're in, though, is they, the choice. They, they, they've created it to where they, they're up against the cap for a couple of years. And now, right now, they're not nearly at the, the same level. Right. Like they're, they're not at the same level of being up against the cap to where they don't have the
3: flexibility. Now they can, to me, go ultra aggressive in particular. If they wait one more year, I think they could almost do anything. This year, they could still be aggressive. They could move enough money around to sign one free, one high-priced free agent, right? Gold, like a $100 million contract, two hundred, you know, like whatever. They could bring Juju Smith-Schuster back, even if he costs $15, $20 million a year. Like, they can do that this year, but, like, if you don't give Juju the contract, because the Juju contract could go bad. You give Thornhill contract, they could go bad. You give Saunders a big, you know, like, there are plenty of deals that even in theirs or in other free agency deals that they could sign that have a risk of going bad. The only extension I don't feel like can't, Like, I'm not worried about in any way of it going bad. as if they gave Chris Jones a bunch of money. Now you've proven you can pay him, and you're still going to get your value out of it. Because they paid him once, and he was great, and he was the best defensive player in the NFL this year, arguably. And they won a Super Bowl, and they got two rings with him. Under the new contract, like, it's hard to think the Chris Jones contract's going to go bad. The other ones, there's some risk, right? You give Juju Smith-Schuster $20 million a year, there's some risk there. Some real risk, Right. I kind of like the idea of just having a clean slate of no bad deals. Well, I mean,
1: I'm, I mean, I'm, if I'm, we're looking at the the off season, I think Chris Jones gets his. I think they tag Brown and either gets traded or he plays on the tag. I don't think they're going to get the long term deal done with him. And then the only other really candidate is Lajarius Sneed, and they don't have to do that. They, they
3: could we, do Thornhill, or they could do
1: Thorn Well, Thor, Thornhill just Juju. a free, Yeah, I mean, like I, I guess I'm talking about guys that are or
3: under contract.
1: Sure. Uh, un, under contract, that you feel like, all right, you're going to let's you, extend. You, we know you want them around most likely to, but you know, to what Juju Smith Schuster is going to be just a flat-out free agent. Juan Thornell is going to be a flat-out free agent.
3: Um, because by next year, you might be walking on the Joe Tooney contract as well. And that's not a bad deal. Obviously, that deal is perfectly fine based on what he pays. But, like, he'd be getting a little bit older gold and more expensive and then that contract would be gone. You wouldn't even have that many guys that were, like, overpaid. Like, Travis Kelsey be, wouldn't be overpaid. Mahomes wouldn't be overpaid. Chris Jones wouldn't be overpaid. Joe Tooney, you could make an argument by next year. Certainly, wherever that number would be, overpaid. Frank Clark, if he were to play under his contract this year, $30 million, he'd be overpaid. Or even if he made $17 million this year because they decided to hold, he'd be overpaid, right? Just based on what you would get if you just had that. All those contracts would be done. To <laughs> uh, this song, I kind of thought it was over. No, just one more time.
2: Sending us home, boys.
3: Thanks, Nick. This song is going to be stuck in my head the whole day. Oh. We'll be
2: back at it tomorrow. You know what they say about having songs stuck in your head? What do they say? You should listen to it. Oh, yeah?
1: We- We've been listening, man. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow we're back at it. I know I made it up. <laughs> From 10 to 2, J.J. Piccolo, Royals Vice President, General Manager, J.J. Piccolo. Uh, will join us on the show. We'll get caught up with him. Last time we talked to him, he was getting set for the Super Bowl. A lot has happened since then, and spring training is fully underway. Up next, The Drive with C. Dot and Rob right here on 610 Sports Radio.
0: The say, you're a
2: you're a
3: and gold brought to you by Gan Asphalt and
0: Concrete. For asphalt, concrete and parking lot maintenance, Gan Asphalt and Concrete. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.